Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We're talking with Andrew Riggi. He's executive director of the New York City Hospitality Alliance. Andrew, welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. Thank you for having me. Andrew, does the New York City Hospitality Alliance agree with New York City removing outdoor dining structures around the five boroughs? We agree 100% with Mayor Adams that outdoor dining must be here to stay, but it is far past time for the abandoned outdoor dining structures to be removed. Unfortunately, restaurants have closed and some of these structures have remained, so time to take them down. Did these outdoor dining structures help save some businesses during the viral pandemic? Well, you know, outdoor dining is responsible for saving thousands and thousands of restaurants throughout the five boroughs. It can really not be overstated how incredibly important the program was. Plus, it's responsible for saving about 100,000 jobs in the city alone. Andrew, there's a lawsuit against these outdoor dining structures. You know, not everybody's in support of these due to quality of life issues such as traffic concerns, uh, safety concerns regarding health. You know, they've said that they've seen rats, uh, even homeless people inside of these structures. What's your response to that? Well, you know, outdoor dining was stood up really quickly in the midst of an unprecedented crisis. And it's evolved from warm weather to cold weather to warm weather to cold weather, different, you know, strains and variants of this pandemic. So uh, it's evolved some ways good, other ways need to be perfected. So we totally understand we need to update the program so it's more standardized, more sustainable, focus on cleanliness and all these other issues. But that's a reason to create a better permanent program, not to just get rid of outdoor dining completely, because we know how important it is to local restaurants' future. And by the number of people, thousands and thousands of people dining outdoors every day, we know that New Yorkers and visitors from around the globe love dining al fresco. The New York City Council is now taking up this issue of outdoor dining. Are they looking at regulating outdoor structures or will they be abolished altogether? What is it that the council's looking at? Are they actually looking at just regulating sidewalk dining? So we're looking at two parts of it. I think the sidewalk cafes will look like they did before the pandemic. We always had outdoor dining sidewalk cafes. But what we want to do is not so much change the way they look, but get a lot rid of a lot of the red tape, the bureaucracy, and a lot of the costs that made it cost prohibitive, particularly for small businesses outside of Manhattan to participate. The second part is the roadway dining that you pointed out, and that's novel. So we need to really update, standardize those guidelines for the roadway structures, not having them, you know, completely enclosed and some other functions to make them be able to be here for the long term in a way that's beloved, not only by the restaurants and people dining out, but people in the community. And many people do like them, but clearly there are issues and they need to be addressed. 
How has the restaurant industry changed due to the viral pandemic? Obviously, some businesses went out, others reinvented themselves. Has the industry changed permanently as a whole? And if so, how? Well, we've lost thousands of businesses, unfortunately. New York City's restaurants and bars still employ about 50,000 fewer people than we did compared to pre-pandemic employment levels. But a lot of the core things at its essence are thankfully coming back. People want to eat, drink, socialize, be in beautiful restaurants and bars, dine outdoors. So, you know, the core foundation of the industry uh, hasn't changed, but it's just so tough. People are short-staffed. Inflation is brutal. The costs are going up. So even if a restaurant has gotten close to or even achieved pre-pandemic sales levels, the cost to operate their business has skyrocketed, not to mention so many have tons of pre-pandemic debt that they're struggling to pay off. And yet your New Yorkers are still getting out there and other uh, people coming into the city. Tourists are coming back, aren't they? Absolutely. And one of the reasons people will come back and continue to come back is because of our world-class dining. You know, we're the restaurant capital of the world, the city that never sleeps, incredible nightlife. So we are the draw. And what I've been saying from the beginning, New York City will not recover unless our restaurants, our nightlife, our cultural institutions are really at the core of that recovery. And that's why we need to support them. Andrew, anything else you'd like to point out to our listeners? Uh, No, just to make sure, go out, support your local restaurants and bars. They uh, certainly need it. And another big thing people need to recognize is we should all be grateful that you walk down the street and you see a busy restaurant. But just keep in mind, a busy restaurant doesn't mean that everything is all fine and dandy. We still have a long road to recovery for the city's hospitality industry, but we are cautiously optimistic and we're grateful. Andrew, thank you for being with the 77 WABC Early News. Thank you.